Ooh, baby, it's the KML Nestcast. <laughs> and now, your host, May. Oh, baby! Welcome into another edition of the KML Nestcast. I'm your host, May. December 27th, 2023, 9.41 in the p.m. You know what? Wishing you and yours the best of the holiday season. Hope everybody had a safe and happy one out there. Good time with friends. Good time with family. And just giving thanks for what we have out there. You know what I mean? That's the important thing. Sure, fantasy football is important. But sometimes bigger things in life come up. <laughs> I don't know what with this. <laughs> We're it. This is it. This is it. This is the last champion. This is championship week in the KML. The 11th season of the KML. And here we are, guaranteed to crown at least another two-time or maybe a three-time champion based on what happened last week, which we will get into momentarily. Before we do, though, let's pop it. Glass bottles because I'm fancy. Glass bottles because I'm fancy. Space dust. <sighs> also, right off the bat, want to acknowledge a little something? Hard to believe, but this episode is the 100th episode of the KML Messcast. Thank you, everybody. We did it. It's been a long time coming. You know, the road has been long and hard, but I've been able to walk it. I'm, I'm happy to walk it. We did it. We persevered. We're putting out a product that hopefully people like. And I uh, just want to thank everybody that had a little bit of a hand in making it success that it has been. It's been a pleasure. Didn't want to make it a big deal. I, had a, I was going to go back and pull some old clips and shit and do like a highlight thing. But that takes time. That's a lot of time. That's more time than I'm willing to put in. So anyway, if you want to go back, actually, it is kind of funny. Scroll all the way down and go back and listen to the first ever episode of Messcast. It's kind of funny to go back and... And listen to how, uh, how it's progressed since then. So hopefully, we're just going to try to get better. We're just going to try to get better every day. That's all we try to do. Just try to improve a little bit every single day. And uh, we'll see where we go. Anyway, enough of that. Let's go ahead and get into the weekly recap of what happened in round two of the playoffs. Only four teams left. Let's see how everything shook out. Blue 20! Blue 20! Weekly recap. <laughs> weekly recap. First game was three-stripe life getting by cream of the crops. 116.59 to 113.01. He got his revenge. He wasn't going to lose to the same team three times in a row. I wish I kind of thought more of that when I was looking at uh, at the matchup. It's hard to beat somebody three times in a year. And uh, I should have seen Vit coming. But Vit was able to get, he snuck it out. It lasted a long time. It was la the last game on Monday night. Uh, the Eagle boys ended up coming through just a little bit. Bill gave it a valiant effort. A really good effort by all, all four teams. Low score on the week was 113. When that's the low score of the four the four teams that played, that's pretty good. That's good. And nobody nobody rolled over. Nobody rolled over and just opened up and let them. Let them. <laughs> okay, anyway. So Bill's off to the third place game. Three-stripe life, punching his ticket into the championship game again. What? what how many championship games is this for Vit? He was... Vit was, uh, let's see, he won it in 19. He was in second place in 18. So he was back-to-back -back championships games. His first championship game in, what, three years? So I had a little bit of a hiatus there, but he's back and he's back and better than ever. So one, two, three. Yeah, he had three years off. So maybe he's back here four years later from his last uh, performance. We'll see if 
he can get it done. On the other side of the coin, straight bumps home. He getting by Gordon Luckle, 126 to 116. Gordon Luckle, again, a great effort. Brees Hall, 37 points, uh, and it wasn't enough. Guy, he just got down the back of the guys that have been doing it all fucking year for him. Lamar Jackson, Mike Evans, 22, 24, respectively. And then even T. Higgins chipping in 22 after I badmouthed him on the chirp. Or not the chirp, on the last week's podcast. Badmouth the shit out of T. Higgins. He pops me in the face for 22. What are you going to do? Look like Wings was a little bit of trouble, but uh, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy had the Brock Purdy game, had the worst game of his career at the worst time for, for Rob. So he's off to the third place game. Uh, what's how many? What's that? That's the first. Let's see. One, two, three. God, Rob's been in the Constellation game three times. This will be his third trip to the Constellation game. All right. We'll see what he can do in there. But anyway, really nothing else to report from there. Let's go ahead and get into uh, really just trades and transactions what I want to talk about real quick. Move 20! Trades and transactions. Love the movement. There was some uh, ads drops, just defenses, you know, nothing really too major. But the thing I like most about it is all three remaining teams made a move except for one. One team's like, you know what? I'm Gucci. Well, I'm good. I don't have to make any fucking moves because my team's so fucking good. I don't, why, why would I? Why would I? Just let it roll. Why would I? Fuck it. Mmm. Didn't even try to block his opponent from anybody. He was just like, nope, don't give a fuck. No, you go go get whoever you want. It doesn't matter. That's how confident Mike Wingus is. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, should we do a eulogy for these two teams that are in the third place game? I mean, they're not totally out of it, but they're out of they're out of the running for the for the ship. So let's uh, do let's do a quick little eulogy here. Why not? Uh Gordon Lucko. I want to take a look at your draft. Let me see here. Where is this? I'm gonna see the draft recap. Gordon Lucko. Where are you at? By team. There he is. All right. Well, that doesn't look right to me one bit. Hold on a second. Got to get this thing to refresh the way it's supposed to refresh. There we go. Gordon Lucko. Quarterback position. Drafted Justin Herbert and Jared Goff. In hindsight, not terrible. Not a terrible stack. Justin Herbert would underperformed a little bit, but Jared Goff was better than expected. You could definitely roll with those two guys. Running back position. Najee Harris, Miles Sanders, Rashad White, Chuba Hubbard, Donta Foreman. Najee uh, underperformed question mark. Miles Sanders, a complete fucking bust. Rashad White, a complete home run hit. That was probably the pick of the draft for you right there was Rashad White. He's been unbelievable. Even Chuba. Even Chuba has been okay. You know, kind of getting that stack of the Carolina guys. You got some weeks out of that. Devontae Adams, eh, he's all right. I'm a Ross St. Brown, a fucking home run pick. DJ Moore, a home run pick. You, you drafted pretty well, actually. Look at your wide receivers. Devontae Adams, Amon Ross St. Brown, DJ Moore, Jerry Judy, Alan Lazard. I mean, fuck. Adams, Adams, ASB, DJ Moore. We're all fucking great guys. Cole Komet at tight end actually was a good pick. Zach Ertz, why not? And then, uh, yeah, I mean, this is, this is a solid draft. You had a really solid draft. You kind of were able to go heavy on the wide receivers, hit on your top three guys, really. I mean, not, no massive, you know, awful people. Uh, and then your running backs, you get lucky on Rashad White, and Najee Harris was passable for at least a little while. So, yeah, okay, you did really well on draft. Good job. Good job on, on that shit. Uh, trades. Let's take a quick look at this recent activity. And then I want to see all fucking trades. And I want to see team. I want to see Gordon Lucko. And I want to see all the way back into fucking July. Fourth of July. What do we got here? September 5th, early. You traded Jerry Judy and Cole Komet for Dallas Goddard. Fine. Nobody gives a shit about that. September 23rd, you were trading Miles Sanders and Devontae Adams to Midnight Whistler for Kyron Williams and Keenan. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness gracious. This might be trade of the fucking year. 
This might be trade of the fucking year. Midnight Whistler trading Kyron Williams and Keenan Allen for Miles Sanders and Devontae Adams. That might be trade of the year. That is unbelievable. How does how does Jared do this? Literally, when was the last time that I talked on this thing about gave my eulogy and said Jared won the trade? <sighs> anyway. God, the only person who traded with all year was Jared. Traded with him fucking six times. November 2nd, you're at it again with the Windite Whistler. You traded Jared Goff, ASB, Najee Harris, and Kyron Williams for Dalvin Cook, Brees Hall, Brock Purdy, and Chris Godwin. There it is. That's a bad trade for you. <laughs> That's a bad trade for you. ASB, way better than Chris Godwin, obviously. Najee Harrell, ASB, basically it's ASB and Brees Hall for fucking Chris Godwin, Najee, and Kyron. No, that's a horrible trade for you. That was a horrible trade. You fucked up. You gave up Kyron Williams and Brees Hall alone. Kyron Williams is a better pick there. Then you're going ASB, head-to-head with Chris Godwin. Okay, ASB, 100 mile, million miles ahead. Jared Goff for Brock. I mean, come on. This is a horrible trade for you. Wow, that's an awful trade. I, that might be the worst trade of the year. He did the best trade of the year on September 23rd and then did the worst of the trade of the year November 2nd. Again, hindsight 2020, I realize this. November 9th, Midnight Whistler trading Cortland Sutton and Taysom Hill to Gordon Lucko for Chuba Hubbard. Nobody really gives a shit about that. Uh, but yeah, interesting. Interesting to see there. You know what? Good good for you, Gordy. 9-5, go get your third place. Go get your money back. We'll see you next year. Hopefully you have a better team. I can't believe that fucking trade. I had no fucking idea. I had no fucking idea on that one trade. Holy shit. Uh, all right, Bill. You're next, next. Where is your fucking team at? Cream of the crops. Deshaun Watson at QB. Yeesh. Huge swing and a miss. Ramondre Stevenson, Jamar Gibbs, Roshan Johnson, and Abanaconda at running back. That's a funny story. Uh, Ramondre, disappointed on the year. Jamar Gibbs took a little too long to get up to speed, so I don't know if you could really say either one of those picks was awesome for what you had to pay. Uh, Tyree, here it is. Wide receivers. Tyreek Hill, Christian Watson, Drake London, Gabe Davis, Darnell Mooney, Rashad Bateman, Rondell Moore. Tyreek Hill is one of the best picks in the draft, even though he's one of the most expensive wide receivers he's paid off. Even Too bad he got injured you know, late in the season, kind of when you needed him most, but still... You were able to ride him for the whole fucking year, essentially. Christian Watson got hurt. He never really lived up to it. And Drake Lennon was fine. He came on late. He was fine. TJ Hawkinson, one of the best tight end picks you could make. George Kittle as well. Just amazing stack of tight, uh, tight ends there. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, not, not a terrible draft. I mean, the only big whiff was Deshaun, but he didn't cost you any fucking money. You know, Jamar came on. He was fine. Ramondre was disappointing, but not, didn't kill you. Tyreek Hill, amazing. And Hawkinson and Kittle was, was uh, you know, you're going to have one great tight end and another guy to get some trade bait and move if you have to. So good, good fucking, good draft. Good draft, Bill. Recent activity. Let's take a look. See here what we got. I want to see traded. I want to see fucking cream of the crops. Did he make a trade? I know he made at least one trade. One little fucking baby bullshit trade. I got, I got a couple trades in here. He's got three. September 21st, cream of the crops trading with three stripe life. George Kittle and Gabe Davis. From Cream of the Crops going for uh, Tyler Lockett and Jordan Love. Fine trade. You know what? Fine trade. I think I like Lockett a little bit more than I like Davis and George Kittle for Jordan Love. I mean, I'd rather have Kittle question mark a little bit, but if you need a QB when he was in the uh, position with Deshaun Watson, go get yourself Jordan Love, who was more than serviceable. So I think that's a, that's a decent trade. November 14th, Cream of the Crops trading... Roshan Johnson for Justice Hill. Little baby trade. Nobody gives a shit about that. Next day, November 15th, Cream of the Crops trading Royce Freeman for Juba Hubbard. Nobody really gives a shit about that. 
<laughs> Chuba Hubbard, the better, better into the pick. Another, another pick with Midnight Whistler that he got the short of the stick on. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it. Anyway, Bill, go get yourself a third place. When was the last time you were you got a third place? Year one, is that right? Yeah, no, second. That's your best result. It's the only time you've been top three before with second place in 13. It's time. It's been 10 years. It's been 10 years. Let's go. It's been 10 years. Let's go, Bill. Let's fucking go, you know? All right. Where are we at? Don't need to do any of that shit. No hotline. Okay, we're in the picks. Oh, we're into the fucking picks. We're into the picks. Now, listen. I know it's a showdown. I need to give these matchups their due. So we're going to play some beats because I feel like we need the beats here in the 100th episode of the Camel Mess cast. We need some fucking beats. We need some beats, you know, here in the 100th. Oh, my. Oh, no, please. Please. It's too much. I know. I know you think the mess cast is unbelievable. I, I, the applause, though, I don't need it. I don't need, I don't do this for the applause. I don't do I do it for the for the foundation of the league, my other friends. And really, the mess cast is only as good as the, the league is. And I, I got to give all the credit to the other 11 owners in the league. It's got nothing to do with me. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into the final two picks of the 2023 KML season. Move 20! Picks and predictions. First up, the third place game. Gordon Lucko traveling to Cream of the Crops. Gordon Lucko projected for 107.1 cream of the crops 100 dead ass even these two teams have met once before week eight cream of the crops coming out on top 113 to 96 if they had played every single week this year cream of the crops would have won one two three four five six oh gordon Lucko, 10 wins six losses in the head-to-head matchup this year all-time record bill Versus Rob, slight advantage, Bill, seven wins, five losses. As I mentioned before, this is Bill's first trip to the Final Four since 2013. On the other hand, Rob has been in the Final Four one. Where is he? Where is two? Where is he? Where is he? Three. Where is he? Four. Five. Holy shit. Six. This is this is Rob's sixth time being in the final four. <laughs> That's actually pretty fucking good. Goddamn, Rob. Six times you've been in the fucking final four? That's pretty unbelievable. Alright. I don't think these two have ever met in playoffs before. Well shit, it's easy to check. I just gotta go back and look at fucking Bill. Nope, I like this is a rematch! This is a rematch of the 2013 final where Rob prevailed. Fifth seed over the second seed, 106 to 76. Let's see if Bill can get his revenge. He's been a snake waiting to strike for 10 fucking years, and this is it. This is the year. This is the year that he wants to get his revenge for that 2013 defeat. Love that. God, I got it. We got a couple. This is, we got a couple fucking rematches. 
of some finals here. We got a 2013 final rematch. What else we got? We got a fucking 2019 final rematch. Oh my God. Check and see what other rematches we have here. I love it. Oh, the Wingus versus Vit. They've they played multiple times. They've, they've met before. They've met before. They're going to meet again. Anyway, Rob versus Cream of the Crops. Let's take a look-see. Quarterback position. Brock Purdy. He ain't scared. He ain't scared. Gordon Luck or Brock Purdy going up against Jordan Love for Cream of the Crops. Brock Purdy gets, up, uh, gets to go against Washington. Jordan Love has to go to Minnesota. I think I got to take Brock Purdy. Uh, what's the weather like? I don't know what the weather's like out there. I don't know what the weather's like. Oh, boy. I think I got to go Brock Purdy. I think I got to say he gets gets back on the horse. I think it's going to be close, though. I think it's going to be close, but I'm giving the slight edge to Brock Purdy. Running back position, Rashad White and Brees Hall for Gordon Lucko. Going against Jamar Gibbs and Shuba Hubbard. It's got to be Brees. It's got to be Rashad White. I know Brees Hall gets Cleveland. I know it. But Gibbs gets Dallas. And I think the stack of Hall and White, <coughs> I like a little bit better. Wide receiver position, DJ Moore, Chris Godwin going up against Drake London and Tyler Lockett for the crops. I got to take Moore and I got to take Godwin in that matchup. They do have a head-to-head. -head, DJ Moore and Drake London head-to-head. -head. I love that. I always like a head, good head-to-head -head matchup. Flex position, or tight end position, rather. Dallas Goddard going up against Chico, 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 Give me Goddard. Flex position. Keenan Allen going up against Tyreek Hill. However, Tyreek Hill hits Baltimore. And Keenan Allen has Denver. I'm taking Keenan Allen on that side of the ball. I especially like the fact that he's not... That he's got a questionable right now. However, I worry about Tyreek Hill and how effective he really is. He's only one tweak away from having to sit it out. And Baltimore's been an amazing defense. I don't like this spot for Tyreek Hill. I'm giving, taking the volume play with Keenan Allen. DST Raiders at Indianapolis for Gordon Lucko. You're just, you you don't have any fucking you don't have any fucking honor in your life. You're gonna play the Raiders defense against your hometown team in a must-win game for them. Come on, you make some questionable ass decisions. Now listen, I say that knowing I'm out of playoffs and you're in. You've been winning way more than I have. Blah 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 blah. I get it. I'll shut up. But I don't like to play against the team, your hometown team, that has to have the win. Chase McLaughlin kicking at New Orleans for Gordon Lucko. On the flip side, Cream the Crops has a $10 defense. Rams against the Giants. Good for you. Go get them. And Evan McPherson kicking at KC. I like the Rams, and I like Evan McPherson more than the Raiders at Indianapolis. Now, let's get a little game time preview at this. Gordon Lucko, Sunday 1-1-1. Thursday night, Brees Hall. Sunday 1-1. There's a lot of Sunday at 1 games this week, aren't there? Sunday 425 for Keenan Allen. All right, so he's done. He's done early on the Sunday games, and he gets to watch Brees Hall all alone on Thursday night. That's tomorrow night. Cream of the Crops on the flip side. He's got some Sunday night guys going. He's even got a fucking Saturday in there. Sunday night, Jordan Love. Saturday night, Jamar Gibbs. Everybody else early on that. So we're going to have a Jordan Love Sunday night last man standing 
Will it be close enough for Jordan Love to try to drag this back in? Who am I picking in this match? And now listen, I know I just laid everything out. I know I said I like Rob teams better top to bottom. But it would be off-brand for me to pick Rob. And so I'm not. I'm saying this is the year Bill gets his revenge for the 2013 defeat at the hands of Rob. He gets his comeuppance a little bit. He gets to stick it to him. He gets a little bit of money. He gets to keep him in fourth place. And I'm taking cream of the crops in the upset, saying Jordan Love gets about 25 points on Sunday night for a five-point win over Gordon Lucko. One game left. Here we motherfucking go. Behold, you sons of bitches. It's the KML Game of the Week. Here we go. Three stripe life. Traveling to the inevitable straight bumps, homie. Oh my fucking god. Oh my fucking god, it's here. The moment we've all been waiting for. Everything's coming to a peak. Everything we've worked for since August, since July. Every game, every move, everything peaks at this very, very moment here. Oh my god! Let me take a step back. Projected points in this one. 123 to 114. I say it again. 123 to 114. 123! Here he is. You know what? This is what he does. This is what he does. You want to talk about the ultimate snake in the grass. This is him. I had the cobra wrong. I was looking at the cobra when I should have been looking for the motherfucking mamba. The silent killer. He laid low. He laid loot through the bye. He got it done in the first round quietly. He even pretended to be overseas acting like he didn't have a whole lot of cell phone service. And here he is, projected for a fucking 123 in the ship game. That might be the highest projection we've seen all fucking year at any fucking week for any fucking team. And he's moved the chess pieces around the board to put it all together in the penultimate week. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now these two teams met once before as week five. Straight bumps, homie prevailing 144 to 84. Oh, that's 60 points. Let me take a step back. If these two teams had played every fucking week, straight bumps, homie would have one, two, three, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten wins, six losses. All time record, Wingus versus Vit. Eight wins, five losses in favor of Wingus. He's got his number. And as I mentioned before, this is not the first time these two teams have met in the playoffs. No, 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 no. This is a rematch. This is a rematch of the 2019 championship game in which Vit prevailed 111 to 97 after Wingus shot himself in the foot by looking at me glassy-eyed, one ass cheek on a fucking stool at Joe's as we're playing darks. Looked at me, hat all crooked, eyes all glassy. 
mouth half a gape, little drool come out the edge. He looked me dead ass in the eyes. You know what he said to me? Unprompted. I'm gonna kick the fuck out of it. <laughs> Will he do it again? Let's find out. Where else have they met? They met in 2019 fucking championship game. Uh, let's see. They met one other time too. Where was that? Where was that? Where was that? Where was that? They met in the 2015 consolation game. Wingus beating them 110 to 81. And I think that's it. I think that's the only time that they met. It is, it is, it is. Okay, so this is the third time they met, the second championship game time they met. Let's see what happens looking down Let me take a step back. this matchup. QB position, Jalen Hurts gets Arizona going against Lamar Jackson at Miami. Lamar's going to have to do it. He's going to have to do it. The only thing that could kind of work in the, against him here is that the ball, the defense could be so good, he doesn't have to chuck it all over the field, doesn't have to run, doesn't have to make things happen. I think i got to take Jalen Hurts at Arizona. I think i got to take Jalen Hurts at Arizona. Or playing Arizona at home, I should say. Although it's an interesting matchup. Running back position, Jonathan Taylor, Isaiah Pacheco going to be at CMC, Travis Etienne. Come on. Come on. We don't need to talk about it. It's CMC, it's Etienne. Let's move the fuck on. Wide receiver position, Justin Jefferson and A.J. Brown. J.J. and A.J. Going up against Mike Evans and T. Higgins. It ain't close. It's J.J. It's A.J. Tight end position, David Njoku. Going against Sam Laporta. Had a little aberration last week. I like him still. Let's go Sammy Laporta on turf in Dallas. Running back, DeAndre Swift at the flex position for three-stripe. Going against Trey McBride for straight bums. Don't love it. I don't love it, but I think you got to do it. Take the volume, try to get that floor up. Bills defense at New England, Tyler Bass at New England, or I guess kicking in Buffalo. Ravens get Miami, Jason Sanders. Kicker, you got a lot of lot of stock in that Miami-Baltimore game on both sides of the ball, and I love it. Let's check some game times here. Jalen Hurts early, blah, blah, blah. Sunday, 20, Justin Jefferson. Oh, he's got to watch this. He's got to watch his hometown team. Thursday, 8-15, and Joku. Packer, oh, no, that's the defense. Oh, what do we got over here? For Wingus, everybody's early. Saturday, 8-15, Sammy, 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 Sammy. So basically what this is going to come down to, Wingus is done early afternoon games on Sunday. And then uh, three-stripe, he's going to have himself Justin Jefferson on Sunday night. There's no Monday night repercussions in this. Everything's wrapped up on Sunday. No Monday nights. Wow. Who do I think wins this one? Boy. Boy, this is just this is just a revenge week. Just a revenge week. And just as I did in the first time around, I'm choosing the upset. I'm choosing the revenge. I'm choosing Straight bums, homie. He's inevitable. You can't kill him. He's like a fucking cockroach. No matter how down he looks, no matter how out he looks, he's gonna get it done. He's gonna score 130. But we could be in for an all-time matchup here. We could be in for an all-timer. An all-timer. I love it. So there's gonna be some guys on their heels. Straight bums, homie, gonna be throwing punches first on his side of things. Cream of the crop, or Gordon Luckle going to throw punches on first on his side of things, and then it's going to be three-stripe life. It's going to be Cream of the Crops trying to drag their way back. Coming in to Sunday night. That is unbelievable. There's not a single Monday night. <coughs> Who 
plays this week on Monday night. What am I talking about? Oh, Lions and Cowboys. We don't have a single Lion or Cowboy. Oh, I guess we have fucking Jamar Gibbs. What am I talking about? Hold on a second. Wait, what? Monday Night Football's on Saturday? I'm so confused. Is there no Monday Night? Oh, because it's New Year's. That's right, right? It's because it's New Year's. There's no fucking... Uno momento, por favor. Yeah, there's no Monday night game because of New Year's. Okay, apologies, everybody. So Sunday night is the end of the fucking... Does that happen before in the league? That's kind of random. I don't remember that happened before. Anyway, <coughs> those are my picks. Cream the crops for third place. Straight Bones homie for the ship getting his third championship. Congratulations. I'm taking the upset in both matchups. It is what it is. I've run through the stats. I've run through the rationale. I've run through the reasons. There's nothing left to say. There's nothing left to say. Except let's put the ball on the turf. Let's strap that helmet on. Let's line up. And let's see what happens. Only two games left this year. Let's get it. Move 20! Move 20! Final thoughts. <laughs> We're here. This is it. Only four teams remain. Only one week remains. And the rest of us are sent back to the drawing board to try to figure out how to get into that Final Four next year. Because that's really what it's all about. You just want to be playing the full season. You want to be playing that, that last week. We'll get into it. We'll see what happens this week. We'll recap it. We'll have some summary podcasts. We'll, we can take away... What uh, you know? What we can get, bring into next year before we go on the fucking sabbatical, the hiatus that we do every year. But uh, it's been a good one, hundredth episode in the books. Let's go ahead and get to the outro. Good luck to all four teams. In all seriousness, excited to see what happens. The matchup should be good. Should be a fun one. Uh, been a great year, everybody. Signing off. I'm your host, Maine. 317KMLRats, KMLMescast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. I love each and every one of you. And I will talk to you in one week's time. Good night. It's a little piece of shining light. <laughs>